It wasn't the mighty work of God in nature that calmed Elijah's troubled soul. It was the voice so still with power that cut through his fear and moved him. That voice, both still and powerful, speaks today. But oftentimes, our human religiosity keeps us from listening. Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. A weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world. Sabbath School U. My name is Josh Rosales, and today we'll be learning about the Holy Spirit. But before we get going, why don't we have our guests introduce themselves and tell us something about themselves as well. Hi, I'm Tanya Muganda, and I work for the Children's Ministries Department. I enjoy working there, and I'd love to be an advocate for kids one day. And I enjoy working out. It's a great way to relieve stress. So. Okay, very good. My name is John Davis. I actually work in uh, technology, dealing with a lot of support and helping people when they have a problem. And one of my favorite things to do with that actually is uh, graphic design. I've actually dabbled a little bit with that, and I enjoy just using creativity to put things together. Um, my name is Marcellus Ashley, and uh, hobby, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a big question. Uh, stories in general, I guess. It occurs to me, though, that I'm like embarrassingly underdressed for this situation, and so, well, yeah. It's fine. We're He's just... wearing cufflinks. <laughs> I see. Very good. That's fine. Well, uh, before we get started, uh, would someone like to share the, mem uh, the Bible verse and then have prayer for us? Yes, I'll go ahead and read uh, John 14, verse 16. Okay. And it says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. Very good. Would you like to pray for us? Yes, okay. let's go ahead and pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be here to uh, talk and discuss the Bible and what it's done for our lives and just look at what the Bible has as a guide for us to learn and to understand the Holy Spirit and give us the wisdom to learn from each other and, and to be uh, united. And thank you for all you do and I pray in your name, amen. Amen. So today we're talking about the Holy Spirit and I know that we've heard about uh, God the Father, God the Son, but the Holy Spirit. Um, what does the lesson have to say about that? The first question that I would like us to explore is, in, in what ways have you experienced the reality of the Holy Spirit in your personal lives? Well, I would have to say me personally, uh, I've gone through a lot of adversity in my life. I've gone through, you know, loss of loved ones. And I remember, you know, I lost my father when I was uh, young. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit was the only thing that got me through that period of time. Uh, I had to become a, a source of strength for my family, and so the Holy Spirit gave me comfort to let me know that it would be okay that at some point in life I would see him, or some point in time I would see him again one day. And so the Holy Spirit just was there to, to give me that, that comfort and, 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 and strength. Very good. Thank you, John. Anybody else has experienced the Holy Spirit in their lives in a factual, practical way? Thank you, John, for sharing that, by the way. No problem. Um, I don't, I don't know that I have. I believe that I have, um, but the Spirit seems like, well, God is already a very seems like a very nebulous thing. But the Spirit seems like an especially nebulous thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it, well, in the in the verse we just read, He, he was a helper um, that will never leave you, or that will, that He may abide with you forever. 
And, um, and what, uh, what verse are you reading? Uh, from, um, John 14, that was 16, I believe. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. But I don't know, it seems like this, so Christ physically is leaving yeah. and he's going to send something back that's going to be with everyone who believes in him all the time. Yeah. It seems like a very, very broad concept or a very nebulous concept. Something It's hard for me to grasp. And so I don't, I don't know, it's hard for me to say for certain, like, oh, this was the spirit. Um, but what are some things? Uh, I mean, you say that there's, there, there's been certain times where you feel like it could have been the Holy Spirit or? or... Um, well, honestly, when you, when you go further down um, in this same chapter, mm-hmm. um, if you get to 26, verse 26, but the helper of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things I said to you. Mm-hmm. And so just, I've, that makes me believe then that this point that I'm at right now of believing in Christ or anytime I remember something about him or anytime I, I notice something about God, that's yeah. the spirit. It's, it, but it's not like something that I really feel. It's just yeah. sort of, I've been brought to this place because the spirit guided me here. That's right, that's right. Okay, thank you. And Tanya, I was, wanna... And I was thinking of what he was saying. Um, it's so hard to explain what the Holy Spirit is, but I think There've been times in my life when I felt so discouraged and I have no more energy to keep going. And, you know, like it says, uh, verse 27 of chapter John 14, uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And there are moments where I feel this peace come over me and I'm like, where did that come from? At one point I was discouraged and thinking, this isn't working out in my life, but somehow God sends the Holy Spirit to give me that peace to keep going. So I so think that's what it's, it is. It's, so it's very interesting that we see um, in John's case and in you, Tanya, how the Holy Spirit has come into your lives in, 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 a, in a time of need, right? Yeah. And uh, where, where you need comforting. And the Bible says that Jesus said, I mean, just like you were reading, uh, Marcella, is that Jesus said, I will send you a comforter, someone to, to be with you. And so... Um, and I think that's that's wonderful, the fact that we can see in a practical way how the Holy Spirit can come in and, and, and be there for you in difficult times. So Jesus does refer to the Holy Spirit as the comforter. And um, it that name certainly seems appropriate, right? Um, does the Holy Spirit, is, is that the only thing that the Holy Spirit does? Uh, what, what else? I mean, how else can he be active in, in, in one's lives, for example? Is that just his role? I mean, or can he, does he do more? I think he also guides us in our spiritual growth because we all need help in our spiritual lives, you know, every day because every day is a challenge. And the Holy Spirit has a way of uh, helping us to make the right decisions, I I feel, in life, especially for me when I feel like, oh, I I know it all, but no, I don't. I need him to remind me, you know, that I need to lean on God and the Holy Spirit has a way of, giving us some type of guidance. So. Absolutely, I really like that. I mean, what, what are some examples of, of how the Holy Spirit has guided our, our lives per, per se? Uh, can you guys think of, of any any situations where you, I mean, I know Marcella, you, you, you kind of alluded to that a little bit, where you said that um, somehow you feel like you've arrived at, at certain times in your life somewhere and, and you feel like that's, the the Holy Spirit guiding you or or, or working uh, with you, uh, is that accurate? Uh, yeah, but it's um, it's not always as specific as that. Um, yeah. It's it, for me, it, it seems 
seems much more like, um, and I, I, arrived sounds sort of definite to me. I don't, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable saying like, I'm here, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I feel like I'm only here because of the, because the Holy Spirit has been leading me here. The wind's been blowing me in this direction. That's right. Um, and I, it's hard for me to pinpoint and be like, oh, well, the wind blew this and the wind blew that, or I know I'm being super vague. I, it's no, difficult no. for me you to do that. The Holy Spirit like a way seems... to, to, to have tangible or, or say yeah. that tangibly you've, you, you, you've, you know, you can, you can see it, you know, but, but it's, you're saying that it's more than that. It's not just tangible that you've, you just known that you've arrived at a certain place because of the work of the Holy Spirit. Or I believe rather that I've been, that the Holy Spirit has brought me to that understanding. Yeah. Um, to be able to look back and be like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't come here. I was blown here. Yeah, that's um, right. And old, just here right now, this, this job, um, like I, I didn't come here. I feel like I, I was blown here by the Spirit. Um, I don't know. I, this, this, this is just all just no, no, me that, believing. That, that, makes, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, you know, one of the, the, the great things about uh, the lesson that we're studying today is that it talks about how uh, the Holy Spirit is a person. You know, and, and earlier on we were talking about how uh, we've heard about God the Father, God the Son, but then uh, now we're talking about the Holy Spirit and, and um, it seems as, to quote some of Marcella's words, uh, that, that topic is a bit more nebulous than, than the other two, right? Uh, but so how can, we, how can we say that the Holy Spirit is, 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 is a person? Well, I definitely think when we're talking about the Holy Spirit being a person, some of the qualities of a person is someone who can, can basically speak to us. And so we, we don't, when you, when you think about a spirit, a spirit doesn't really speak to you mm -hmm. when, when you think about it in the, the, the definition of a word. But the Holy Spirit actually talks with us and, and, and the word talks about the Holy Spirit will testify of, of what uh, Jesus did. And, and, and so with that, it, it really personifies him. It gives him a character. And I think that's really important is when you look at a character, the character of what the Holy Spirit has, because it, it, gives, it gives us that definition to, that can help us to see that he really is a person and not just something nebulous, as you said, or, or some just thing wafting in the air that just surrounds us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what has the Holy Spirit done perhaps in, in, in our lives or in, in your lives that uh, leads us to, to know that, that he has qualities of a person, you know, and he's not just uh, someone else just kind of sitting behind the scenes, right? Oh, can I say, I don't, oh, yeah, where, yeah, are we, where are we coming, where are we getting the person part from? I don't know. No, that's a great question. Well, the, the lesson talks about this in particular, and in fact, um, Ellen G. White in uh, Acts of the Apostles, page 52, talks a bit about that. And uh, I would like to share this quote with you. It says, uh, The nature of the Holy Spirit is a mystery. Men cannot explain it because the Lord has not revealed it to them. Regarding such, such mysteries, which are too deep for human understanding, Silas is golden. Now, she then goes on to talk about, um, Nevertheless, she also affirmed that the Holy Spirit is a person, for he beareth witness with our spirits, that we are the children of God. He must also be a divine person, else he cannot search out the secret which lie hidden in the mind of God. So, 
I mean, so from the acts of searching and revealing is what he acts. Exactly. Is what we're getting at with yes. the personage. Is that where we're coming from? I wonder if that has a lot to do with sometimes I'll I'll think of someone out of yeah. the blue and I wonder if that's how the Holy Spirit works as a person. Yeah. Like someone's name will come to mind and I'm like, why do I keep thinking of this person? Is the Holy Spirit trying to tell me to pray for this person? And sometimes I'll pray for that individual and then I'll give them a call and they'll be like, how did you know I was going through this? I was going through the worst time of my life. And I'm like, I wonder if that's another way of saying, I don't know, the Holy Spirit works as a person, yeah. how someone, you know, comes to mind and you just can't get their mind, I mean, yeah. their name out of your mind. So and, I don't and, know. If and I, I absolutely think that's true because uh, one of the reasons why the, the Holy, the, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit instead of uh, him was mm -hmm. because he is able to, to be, uh, he's omnipresent, right? And so he's able to, to seek us all out. Um, doesn't matter where we are, and and so I, I like that comment. Uh, thank you for sharing that, yeah. John. Uh, did you have anything that, that you think would would make it relevant, uh, or or we can share with our viewers as to uh, how the Holy Spirit behaves in a manner that uh, gives him uh, or asserts the qualities that he has as a person? I believe that. When we look at the Holy Spirit being a comforter in that sense, mm -hmm. it reminds me of the the story of the footprints in the sand. And yeah. so the Holy Spirit carries us. And so a person, you know, it's it's almost like a person carrying us through the situations we're going through. Um, and it's it's not just carrying, but guiding us through. So we, when we can't see our way, the Holy Spirit is pulling us through mm -hmm. and, and leading us along a path that we can't see because as as... As we go through life, we don't necessarily understand why we're in a particular situation or a particular place, mm -hmm. but we know and we believe that there is somewhere that God has a, uh, has a plan for us to be. And so the Holy Spirit is there to pull us through that and to get us there. Yeah. Um, now, I have a question for all of you. Um, and so the question is, what work does the Holy Spirit do to prepare us to accept uh, the Savior? And, uh, oh, John, would well, you... Actually, I do have a verse, uh, Josh. Okay. So actually, this is coming from uh, John 16, and I'm starting with verse 8. Okay. Uh, and it says, And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they believe not on me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more, of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. And so what that really talks about is the Holy Spirit giving conviction. It's about the Holy Spirit coming into your life and showing you that you're not perfect, that everything that you thought may have been great and good and, and the world may say is okay, isn't necessarily okay in God's eyes. And it helps us to understand who we, who we really are. And because we have that conviction, uh, we can then seek righteousness through, through Christ. And so that's really what I think the work of the Holy Spirit goes, uh, does in our lives, is, is that, that sort of conviction. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that um, because I, I, I wanted to, to, to ask you, uh, have, have, has any of you experienced this where, where you're going through life and the Holy Spirit reach, reaches out to you, like Tanya was saying, and uh, guides you in, in making a, a, a decision in your life? And, and, and you, you, you know uh, that it's the Holy Spirit giving you this wisdom. Well, I would say for me personally, mm -hmm. it's actually when I, when I uh, started attending church, uh, I 
was at a point in life where life was good for me. I was living and doing whatever I wanted to do. And there came a point where I just sat down and I thought to myself, there, there must be more. And I just felt this incredible urge to want to seek God and to want to establish a new relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I know it wasn't just me just sitting there, just all of a sudden coming to this revelation. Yeah. It was the Holy Spirit that, that brought me to that place. Because if, if it was, were any other way, I may not have been there. I may not have come to church, but it was, it was only through the Spirit's uh, urging that I, I really felt impressed to do that. Mm. All right. Uh, what about you, Marcellus? Um, well, the, first I'd say no. I'd say no, I haven't had an experience where yeah. I could point back and be like, I knew this was the Holy Spirit. For me, there's always been, um, at least I believe, um, God's never taken away um, my requirement to have faith, to believe. Yeah. Um, so there's always been this notion of like, was that the Holy Spirit? Like, uh -huh. am I deceiving myself? Yeah. And I have to just believe or keep continue to search. Um, and something that keeps coming to mind was we, we have, it seems like the Holy Spirit's doing so much of the heavy lifting in, in the relationship between us and God. Yeah. Um, Christ paid it and yeah. then went up to continue doing his job and the Holy Spirit stayed down here and, and just started working with everyone. Absolutely. Um, Paul talks about him interceding um, on our behalf when we're praying because um, we don't know what to pray for. And so he's even talking for us to God and he's talking for God to us. It just seems like he's doing all of the work. Um, but for me, like it's, it's been hard to, to know that. There's, like I said, there's always been this doubt, this like, like, is this the spirit? Am I, am I making all of this up? Um, and I just keep believing that, that God is leading me, that yeah. the spirit is interceding on my behalf. And, and I, I think that's the most important part uh, because sometimes, uh, as, as you were saying, Marcelo, uh, it, it's, it's not it's tangible. You know, it's not like we go out and, and it's raining and we, you know, we, we feel the, the drops on our face. Uh, but the important part is, I think, something that Marcelo has, has talked about and is the fact that regardless whether uh, he can feel it in his in his face when it rains, for example, or or whether he can feel the wind. I mean, he sees the results, and 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 you're willing to to um, uh, go where where the Holy Spirit leads, and you're open to to his his wisdom and his advice in your life. Um, so, what was the focus of Jesus' promise of the Holy Spirit after his resurrection? So. We know that, as Marcella pointed out, uh, Jesus came and, and paid uh, the debt for our sins right. by dying on the cross. And so he, he goes back to heaven, and now he leaves this person, right, this con uh, who comforts us. So, so what, um, what is the focus of, of the promise of Jesus, uh, of the Holy Spirit, after his resurrection? You know, actually, I remember reading in Acts. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me see if I can... Find it really quick. Sure. It was Acts chapter one. Okay. Acts chapter one. Let's see. So in Acts chapter one, verse eight, it says, uh, actually, it's Jesus talking, and Jesus is actually talking to the disciples in this, and he says to them, "But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth." And so. When, when I read that, 
I, I felt like the purpose of the Holy, the, re, the reasoning was that the Holy Spirit would imbue in us power, the same power that Jesus had uh, through, uh, his fa through the Father, and that it would allow us to, to be witnesses. Because in and of ourselves, we don't necessarily have the strength to do it. We don't necessarily have the words to say as many people say, or, or, or we don't know what to do. But the Holy Spirit allows us to become that witness. It, it, it transforms us and, 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 and gives us that ability. Yeah. Um, so then what about the question, if someone asked you, have you ever been filled with the Spirit, what would you answer and why? I think I would say sometimes I think I have been filled by the Spirit. You know, moments where I have forgiveness for someone. I don't know if that's a way to explain that where before I was hurt and angry at someone and I feel like the Spirit helps me to be a person who extends grace and forgiveness yeah. to an individual. So I think the Holy Spirit works in that way too. So you so, felt it. You, yeah, you felt and I was just difference. like, right, when I, when, when I allowed the Holy Spirit to work That's in right. my life, because when we don't, then we can't hear Him or feel the Holy Spirit. So I think, yeah, sometimes I could feel like, okay, the Holy Spirit is working in me. Yeah. I'm more forgiving. I'm more peaceful. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm more like gracious to others without being condescending or critical. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think that would be a good way to put it. So Wonderful. Thank you, Tanya. What about you, John? For me, actually, I can recall a situation, uh, a place I was working, and there was a close coworker of mine, a relatively good friend, and he was going through some trying times uh, with his family. And this was the first time I actually really reached out to someone who wasn't family. And I, I remember he was just sitting down telling me about his situation. He was looking really downtrodden. And I just felt impressed to say, you know what, why don't we pray about it? Wow. I had never prayed with anyone at work before, wow. but I just felt like, you know what, if we pray about your situation and we start establishing regular prayer mm -hmm. and, and seeking God in the spirit, that something would happen in his situation. And so when I asked him, I, I wasn't sure what he was going to say. I wasn't sure if he was just going to go, yeah, no, that's not for me. Yeah. yeah. But he accepted. Huh. And, you know, on a regular basis, we began to pray. Uh, so you just didn't pray that one time. No, we you, didn't pray that one time. It became a regular thing. Yes, it became a regular wow. thing. He would come to me and he would tell me about what was going on. And I would continue to pray with him and urge him himself to, to seek God and, and to pray and to, to start studying the scriptures and establish his relationship. And I'm happy to say he did. He really did start establishing. And I know that that was the Holy Spirit because that opportunity was presented to me. And had I not had the spirit within me, I don't think I would have been able to tell him or even say, why don't we pray or Let, let's talk about this. Yeah. And, and uh, like you said, I mean, uh, there, there wasn't any visual signs, right? Uh, uh, like a big arrow saying, you know, pray with this person, for example, or someone, you know, just, just uh, it's something that you felt and you, you were certain about. Exactly. And, 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 and you, you allowed the Holy Spirit to work with you in you, and then also through you as, as you uh, worked with, with your, your co-worker. And it, it, it turned out that it wasn't just that one time that you, would, uh, get, that you ended up praying, but it became a regular thing. Yes, definitely. And it, it was a way for you to connect with that person in, in a spiritual way. Amazing. What about you, Marcellus? What was the question? <laughs> so the question was, uh, if someone asked you, have you ever been filled with the Holy Spirit, what would you answer? And oh, the same thing I've been saying. I, it's, these are all very similar things. It's just I believe, I believe I have been. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't say for sure, and I couldn't prove it to you. Right. right. <laughs> but but I, I believe I have been. 
Um, and I, I believe that's evidenced by um, me wanting to, I, I want to go further with it. Um, yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I would want to continue to try and seek God were it not, were the spirit not in me to try and, to try and seek him out, to work in me to will and to do his will. Um, and so, I, yeah, I believe that is what I, is the best that I could say, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. And, and how does it feel when, when, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit? It feels great. This peace just comes over me and I feel like I've been re-energized. I have yeah. strength from God. I'm like, where is this, where is this coming from? I'm this weak, you know, sinful being, but God just can use the Holy Spirit to give me that strength to keep going. So it feels good, you know. Yeah. John? Well, I can say I, I felt like you have, Tanya, but I've also felt a, a comfort, a, a, a sense of confidence. You know, any nervousness that I had prior to talking with that person or, or the situation I'm going through is now wiped away and I can feel at ease knowing that I don't have to necessarily worry about it. So that, that's how I've really felt. Well, why don't we end with, what, with one last text. Uh, could someone read John chapter 3, verses 5 through 8? Yeah, John 3. Verses uh, 5 through 8. And uh, just quickly answer the question, why is it so crucial to be born of the Spirit? All right, John 3, 5 through 8. Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So what do you guys think? Why is it so important to be born of the Spirit? I believe being born of the Spirit is that renewing, that refreshing that we need. It's that, and, and as we talked about earlier, because the Spirit gives that conviction to us to let us know that we are sinners, being born of the Spirit helps us to understand that because we won't seek righteousness unless we understand that there's something that needs to be, that needs to be purified in our lives. Okay. Tanya? Um, I was just thinking like, you know, with baptism, when you get baptized and mm -hmm. I guess you become a, a new person, not that the challenges will change or won't come, Absolutely. but once you have the Holy Spirit in you and you allow the Holy Spirit to be a part of your life, you know, you um, become a changed person and you live life a different way because you know the Holy Spirit is giving you that guidance and that um, reminder of who you are um, as a individual, a Christian. So um, I don't know if that kind yeah, of makes no, no, sense. Or I'm still trying to digest and figure it out. But I think, you know, kind of, you know, think of baptism and being born again with the Holy Spirit. You know, he has a way of helping us to be a better person daily because we need a daily. Absolutely. You know, because it's not just a one day thing, you know, because it's tough, you know, Absolutely. to get through life. So. And, and that concludes our program for today. If you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbathschoolu.org. That's www.sabbathschool.org. Remember, the goal of the Bible study is information and transformation. It's for the head and for the heart. From Sabbath School University, I'm Josh Rosales.